You're listening to TJ Talks. All right. Welcome to TJ Talks. I am your host, Judd. And with me is, as always, my co-host, Teresa. And we are TJ Talks. All Hello. Right. Hey. Well, sorry we missed yesterday, but we're doing it right away the next day. This happens. Life happens. But These things happen yeah. occasionally, right? Everybody yeah. misses a beat. Yeah, well, you know, life gets busy. You know. Well, we were waiting for Mubarak to step down. Which still has yet to happen. But... <laughs> <laughs> Guess we won't be waiting on him to do that to do the show, right? Darn it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. We'll discuss him later. Yeah. So uh, on the show today, we've got a bunch of topics. We're going to talk about what's going on in Egypt as far as we know and what we've heard. We're going to talk a little bit about the uh, mm, um, yeah Super Bowl thing, what, whatever that little ball game was in Texas that they had. I don't know nothing too much about it, but we'll, we'll try to figure that thing out. And, and, that, and then there's like that, 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 that made up holiday. That virtual holiday that the just girl holiday. The, the girl holiday, <laughs> VD day. I mean, Valentine's day. Yes. We're going to talk about Valentine's day and uh, do that. And then we have a few other cool little tidbits that we're going to throw in, in here and there. So we've got a great show. So let's get right into the, the thick, heavy topic of Egypt. And we've talked a little bit about it before, but we're, now let's, Talk about it in another perspective. So, Teresa, go ahead and what have you been seeing on the Twitter feeds? I mean, I like the humorous Twitter feeds, but uh, <laughs> and it's hard to be humorous and, and probably not appropriate to be humorous about this topic. But uh, I did retweet someone's uh, earlier tweet about how it was easier to envision Mubarak's being a little less offensive if you had pictured him working with Jeffrey Rush for the last few months to overcome his stuttering. And uh, it's not appropriate. And obviously the people of Egypt are up in arms. So uh, we sort of equated, equated that with the, uh, was it the Michael Kors people or, or Kenneth Cole, I'm sorry. And his ill-timed Twitter about all the disruption in Egypt and that kind of got him in trouble. So I guess we should probably shy away from the, from the humorous part. too soon element but i thought that was funny yeah but you know what this has gone on for quite a long time and i think at least from an american standpoint you know we are a country of satirists right i mean if if the president is getting busted for you know having sex with somebody we're gonna lampoon that that's what we do in america we lampoon things just to feel a little better you know it's 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 like putting sugar on a poison pill Successful shows like The Daily Show and SNL, who who have made a you know long career of of satirizing, lampooning, criticizing with humor right. situations, na- our national situations. I think it's interesting though. This has gone on for fourteen days now, something like that, and and you know we don't have a big attention span here in the states, so they need to wrap this thing up because we're all done thinking about it, right? We we want things in like forty eight hours. Right. That's that's how we want our news. Uh, unless we send troops there, because then we can do ten years. Then we can, we can invest for the long haul. Then, right, right. right. We're yes. we're good for ten years if we send our troops, but other... but our media attention is still really only good for maybe the first couple of months. Because you remember it was wall to wall coverage the first couple of months, and now you still hear about the mm-hmm. those occasional wars, but not not as much as we or used to. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I, but I don't know if Mubarak, I mean, what did he say today? I, I'm sorry. I didn't see the speech. I just have read and heard all that. He's not stepping down part of it. He transferred some power to the vice president, which according to their constitution, isn't how that's supposed to go. It's supposed to go to the, uh, the head of the parliament. How, how is this going to happen? And what is the military going to do there? What, what's going to happen? Well, I heard that the military is making moves to try to take over the government to, okay. to make a move. And that's why Mubarak is kind of trying to transition stuff. I believe his real effect or desirement is to not leave Egypt. Right. But I mean, even 70,000 people in Cairo does not represent 70 million people in Egypt. Right. And so it's really hard to say because we don't know as in our media and our outside view uh, of, of Egypt. Are you going to go Sarah Palin on me? Huh? No. <laughs> are you Sarah Palin? Okay, go ahead. Finish no, <laughs> we don't really know what the, what the vast majority of the entire country feels. That's what she said. Huh? Did she say That's that? That's what she said. Yes. Really? And, and she may be right. And you may very well be right. But I mean, and, and that's what she said. Isn't that a punchline to a good joke on the office? But it, it is a punchline on the office. <laughs> but you know what? But but okay, is is it? Can you say that seventy thousand people can't be wrong? Oh no, I, no, <laughs> I I'm not saying we're getting all the right information, and what we're getting with translation is probably half the truth at best. So I I just think it's interesting that. If there have been this many people for this long going at it, I think there is some merit to what they're saying. And aside from that, we can go back to that in a second. I do have a question. If he hands over power to the military already supporting him, so what – this is a non-move, right? I mean, it's really – um, well, I think what happens is you have a transitional government period and then they're going to have democratic elections. But it takes time to have those elections. Right. Um, and I guess maybe ultimately I don't think there's going to be any change for them, even with their democratic elections. And, and we talked about this last week that, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're just going to – if they don't do it right, which hasn't seemed to have happened right in the region yet, uh, there's not going to be any positive change. Right. Correct. So, so. – but my thought is – I mean, I I don't know, good guy, bad guy. That's tough to say. I think it depends on your position of what he's done. But I, right. but I understand the banks are opening tomorrow and the post office, the mail's going through and all of the stuff of go- that you expect from a government will be working just like normal tomorrow. Tomorrow. They said that that square where all the protesting and all that kind of stuff is happening, they, mm-hmm. uh, according to the Wall Street Journal that I listened to this morning, they said that it's the whole thing is taking on a very carnival-like atmosphere. That's how they reported it. Okay. That the violence has really ceased. That it's all just basically, it, it's kind of like taking us like the '60s, where you know the the you know, the hippies. It's like Woodstock yeah, it's for like, democracy. Is that what you're well, saying? Well, no. The hippies marched on D.C. You know, like in Forrest yeah, Gump, where they're Forrest all Gump. all standing there at the National Mall with their things, and people are yelling, "I had a dream." You know, and all that kind of jazz. Right, right. So I kind of get the impression that that's sort of this this movement. But, I mean, even if you look at that movement in America, 
which was a groundswell movement. Who knows that it was every American didn't feel that way. You know, think about all the Americans. Of course, yes. Think about, I mean, everyone voted. Well, not everyone, but enough people voted for Richard Nixon that he got elected twice. Right. I mean, how did that happen? Right. During the hippiest period of time. Right. Right. You know, we, we were in Vietnam. I mean, so. And speaking of presidents, what about this Obama thing where he's, he wants the immediate step down and then it was, well, well, let's wait and let him step down. And then, well, now he should step down. Do you think the appearance of waffling has been bad or what do you think? Do you, you know, I, I don't really see him as really a player in this whole thing anyways. I think right? I, I do feel that our government, unless it's violent, unless it's a violent overthrow of the country, it's, that's an internal matter. I don't want some other country going, well, like, you know, even though we, whether you like Bush or not, I don't want another country coming over here saying, Bush needs to go. Right. Or I don't want to hear Obama needs to go from some country that doesn't like him. We right. elect our president. That's an internal matter, and that's our business. Yeah. So, yeah, I hear you on that. Yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> Especially, I don't want the I don't want uh, King George the Third coming back over here. Saying, <laughs> so trying to take back his land. That's right. Hey, you guys screwed it up. We're taking well, it. We back. can give them back those thirteen colonies. They can have all that stuff on the East Coast. The rest of us. Yeah, but you know what? Well, let's battle that. Yeah, I was going to say. You know, they own Canada and Australia pretty much, anyways. Do they still own that? I, their empire has has fallen a bit, right? Do you know that the queen is still on their money in both those countries? Yes. So, as far as I'm concerned, they're still loyal subjects of the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Man, too bad there that the debtor's prison wasn't still in Australia, and then I could just be sent there. Australia, <laughs> that would be know. pretty nice. <laughs> For, first, they ha- you know Australia first they have a drought, and now they have flooding. True. They've got all kinds of mayhem going on over there, right? They, they do. A year ago, they had that huge fire. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I don't want to go there. And, but... and you know what? And their TV sucks over there, from what I've been told. Well, and their toilets go backwards, right? Uh, that, well, that, that right there is enough of a reason. <laughs> enough reason not to go. <laughs> I, I, ha- I have a friend, actually, who I play Words with Friends with. And she lives in... The, right? She's uh, you know, a UK citizen. And uh-huh. she's visiting Australia right now for a wedding. And so I haven't had any words with friends updates from her, but she said as soon as she comes back. So I wonder, I'll have to ask her if, uh, you know, did the toilets. What the, the rotational spin? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that's true. I don't know. Uh, that is funny. I want, okay. Well, so- let's talk about a, a battle that was won this last, last weekend. Uh, and the battle that I'm speaking about is the battle for the five dollar Starbucks card. I won that. What? What? Hold on. Are you talking about? You talking about this? Yes, the Starbucks card that I'm still waiting to have in my hot little hand. Yes, you you need this in your hot little hand. Yes. See that? <laughs> I free, free drink. Free drink. Yes. Yes. Which I won fair and square because my Packers beat the pants off those Steelers. Thank goodness. No, no. See, that's where you have it wrong. The Steelers. They 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 basically lost it on their own, but the the Packers they did not win it. They they you know it was practically a forfeit by those 
despise those yahoos. Yes, that Ben Roethlisberger, he was hardly hardly playing at all. Hey, well, sure. Yeah, he, you know, they, how, how do you turn over so many times in a game? Wow, it was really fun. I mean, I here in LA, we're, we have lots of sports teams, but we're football deprived. So we've chosen to be fans of the Packers. Uh-huh. And that's not always the best choice because they don't always go very far. Thank you, Brett Favre. Um, so this year it was really exciting to be a fan and to have a team that actually wins and wins the Super Bowl. It was pretty amazing. So there was a lot of celebrating going on here in the house that night. So it was good times. Now I noticed that a lot of my California friends are, um, they could go either, either way. So (laughs) some were, were Steelers fans and some were Packers fans. Right. It seems to be, you know, we have to choose someone here. I guess in your, if you're in Northern California, you have the 49ers or the Raiders, but we don't necessarily associate ourselves with Northern California or so. Or even San Diego. I like San Diego and San Diego's okay, but I I think I'm a bigger Packers fan. So it was very exciting. (laughs) Although I'm also a huge Christina Aguilera fan and was so disappointed in her performance. It's just, it pains me to think about it. What's, what is up with that? Well, she just forgot a line or two of the national anthem in front of a hundred million people. Just and a, how does that happen? Uh, just a line or two, huh? Uh. <laughs> and in my defense of her, which you can't really defend anybody for screwing up the national anthem. Um, my defense of her is that a, she would never have intentionally done that. Obviously it was a mistake, but She's a, a professional and a, has been a performer for a long time. So the fact that she would do that is is pretty unforgivable. So that was the first time that she ever sang that before in her career, right? Oh, I hadn't heard that. Maybe no, that's the case. No, yeah. no oh, no, it's not the first. Yes, no, I'm, I, sure. I'm sure she sang it before at a few events. And singing a cappella and having no um, accompaniment, I'm sure, probably helped get. Uh-huh. I would have done it, but she's got that voice going for her, which works in every perky little pop song that she sings, but not so much for the national anthem. Right. I guess she needed a lip sync, and that would have been a better situation for her. <laughs> you know who's happy about that is probably Whitney Houston, because she probably saw that and thought, you know what? Even as high on cocaine and crack or whatever it was that she was high on, at the time, I'm pretty down. <laughs> Uh, you, you just uh, as a program note here, we're having a little Skype issues this evening, mm. a little bit of breaking up. You may hear the same thing on your end, but on the recording side, it's definitely recording me. Okay. But occasionally, if you start to garble, then I, that's what I hear. Okay. That just, right. Just so you know. Hold on just a second. I have one other thing I have to locate real quick before I can continue. Here's that thing. I hope I can find it real quick. Uh, I thought. Oh, yep, there it is. What is it? That would. Oh, perfect oatmeal. That's your free oatmeal. Get that. <laughs> I don't get. I don't get all that for free. I only get the. Okay, coming in the mail. It's a I'll done. It. It's a done deal. Nice. See that right there. Pretty nice. All right, I'm waiting for it then. Okay. 
Okay, it goes in. It's it's stamped and, and addressed. Ready to go. Excellent. Thank okay. you. Okay, so you heard it oh, here. You you heard it here. It the bet was paid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the bet was paid. No welching. No welching. <laughs> wow. So so what other good stuff about this? I thought it was a good game though. It was a great game. So a better game if you're a Packers fan. That's all I have to say. Yeah. You know, I think though that it wasn't one of those kind of situations where if you were a Steelers fan, you were like, screw it, it's halftime, I'm turning it off, my Steelers are toast. Well, no, because they started to come back right there before the halftime. Right. So when it went to halftime and the Black Eyed Peas came on, which I thought they were great, even though the sound was kind of funky, um, yep. I was a little nervous. I I didn't enjoy that show as much as I would have because I was nervous for the second half to come and for my Packers to get back in control. <laughs> now, are you a Black Eyed Peas fan? Do you know, I, I'm i okay with them. I think I have a couple of their songs as well. I, I don't dislike them, but I'm not like a super fan. I wouldn't go out of my way to go see them in concert, but... I, you know, some of their songs are good when I'm listening. You know, I'll jam with Did them. you see the interview with them on Sunday morning? I'm sure I did. Is that part of the show? Yeah. I, I am guy. I think he's he's an interesting character and um, ta- talented, obviously. I feel bad for the Fergie, for Fergie because all the Twitter and all the, the comments are that she's like a man and that she's, it's like they have a transsexual in the group. And I couldn't think she's any prettier than she already is. I think she's really pretty. So I, I don't see the whole man connection for her. Oh, no. What's your take on No, I just think that was just a funny comment, but I don't think it's true. <laughs> no, it's not true. But no. I'm thinking, just looking at her, I think she looks amazing. I, You know, I can't imagine They're just why all... anyone have a beef with her. They're, maybe they're just jealous. They're all jealous. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. The, but the... I like their, their halftime thing. I thought it was pretty spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what we do. We need spectacular halftime shows. Well, and they had a number of other people on there. They had Slash. Yep. And, like they, and then, of course, uh, a lot of people like, uh, um, what's his name? Who Usher. Up? Usher, yeah, who showed yeah. up. But you know what? Usher, he sings the one song that, that everybody knows. It's, he seems to me to be a one-hit wonder. Really? Oh, no, he's got a few. Of course, he's got some protégés. Like, isn't he the Justin Bieber mentor or whatever oh is he i didn't know i think he is yeah so he's got bieber on his side oh okay (laughs) and once you've produced a bieber (laughs) you can't go wrong with that (laughs) i I don't know a whole lot about that 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 bieberism yeah yeah Uh, well it's taking the country by storm and you need to get on board uh, i guess or we all do i'm not uh you're not going to that ain't happening no (laughs) no i i agree yes i don't need any justin bieber in my life unfortunately I don't know anyone who does, so that's good. <laughs> I, I did. I did see that. I did see that. Uh, the one thing they had talked about. Uh, what's her name from the Black Eyed Peas? Fergie. That she. Do you know? I did not know this, and you probably remember the show Kids Incorporated when you were growing up. I do remember that, and I saw a little thing where she was on that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I thought that was funny because I remember watching that on Channel Eleven in <laughs> KTTV in LA. <laughs> That's right. Channel 11, home of the uh, Wonderama show before that, right? You know what? I ask people about Wonderama. They don't even know what that is. I think it's a regional thing. I think it was just here in Southern California. Really? It were, I, I always so. remember the kids and they would take those those cans and they had to open them up. And then, you know, they would either have the that 
you know, that springy snake thing that would pop out and it would, and they wouldn't win anything, or they, or they would open it up and it would have flowers in it, and then they won some great prize. prize. Do you remember who the host was? Oh, who was the host of Wonder Woman? I I don't remember. Bob McAllister, Uncle Bob McAllister, right? Is that that right? I remember Uh, that and the the exercise song, all that stuff. I remember it. (laughs) So then you must remember like Hobo Kelly. A little bit, yes. Little and bit. Sheriff John, he was also on in the afternoons. My brother's big claim to fame is he got his birthday announced by Sheriff John. So that was a big deal. Oh, okay. <laughs> Locally here. <laughs> See, now I know if Chris would have been on the show tonight, we, he would have had more insight on That's that. That's right. Perry, where are you? Yeah, where is Chris Perry? <laughs> we're, 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 we're waiting Meet for... some Uncle Chris. We, yeah, dispatches from Chris's Pissed. That's right. Yes. So we'll, we'll be expecting <laughs> that... Know? Uh, we'll, yeah. ex- we'll be expecting that sometime soon and, soon and and we're hoping to add you know maybe a book report re- book review of some sort in the near future as well so that would be fun more features on the show absolutely all right so let's see where are we wow this is a rocking show we we're really hitting these these topics pretty well oh you know one thing we, one thing we could talk about super bowl but to wrap this up is the most yeah. The most important thing we have yet to talk about about Super Bowl. Okay. Commercials. Oh, the commercials. I, I thought it was going to be about what we ate. Oh, what that's we ate. the most important thing. <laughs> okay, well, well, we need to talk about what we ate as well, and you'll be. Oh, I can't relive that. It was. It's embarrassing. My, it? my sons and I had some had some Wiener Schnitzel chili cheese dogs. Quite a few of them. Uh, oh, <laughs> we don't have Wiener Schnitzel here in Florida. What? What I do know. you do for hot dogs? Uh, local hot dog places, pretty much. Okay, but it, it's not chili cheese. You know, you know what? Uh, Florida doesn't even know what chili is. You know? Oh, we no, no, bummer. But we we have barbecue places. That's the, right. the difference. Is, That's a good trade off. You know? Yeah, but the, I have to say the hot dogs were the worst thing I ate. I didn't ordinarily. It's like I had mentioned before, a day of just grazing on junk food. So, wow. So, what about you? What'd you guys? Where'd you watch? Did you stay home? Yeah. We, yeah. Clean the house and watched the oh. football game in between, you know, straightening up for the week. I mean, it was the big, you know, Sunday, it's the end of the week. We're trying to get ready for work for the next day. Super Bowl here comes on at six o'clock at night. It's so late for you. I can't even imagine watching it that late at night. That's so. when it starts. Yeah. So I know. It's so bizarre. We always get it in the afternoon. So I never think about it carrying on into the evenings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, you, it doesn't start. I need to go to bed by the time it's over. <laughs> and then, of course, following the Super Bowl is Glee. <laughs> you know, are you into that show? Oh, I, I don't watch. I am not into that so. show, but I did watch. I've watched two episodes of the show. Mm-hmm. So is I, it deserving all the hype it's getting? It, it, I don't know. It's OK. I mean, I could understand how people are into it, but I, I do think it's a little corny. <laughs> OK. Well, it's Glee Club, right? I mean, it would it would be corny even if it wasn't a show. It's 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 like a sitcom that's not filmed in front of a studio audience. Gotcha. Because, I should pay attention to it more. I just I just haven't. So uh, you know what? There's nothing about it that really is water cooler talk. Right. You know, I think the thing that people really like is the music. Sure. Yeah, because they seem to take on good good parodies are good songs yeah so, yeah, yeah. That, that's what it's all about they did a rocky horror picture show thing right and i saw that because that was like okay. supposed to be oh my god the glee that's is doing the one episode that i have seen yes you're right so and, and i thought that was pretty well done 
for t- you know for a TV sitcom thing. It yeah, fun. it was fun. So, but other well, than- the commercials from the Super Bowl. Yes, let's talk commercials. What was your favorite commercial? I love that Darth Vader ad with the kid for Volkswagen. That to me was very funny. And the Doritos ad where the guy is is literally licking his own fingers and and pulling the pants off the guy. I thought that was pretty funny. Maybe a little crass, but still pretty funny. So uh, I, I had two Super Bowl ads that I really liked. Okay. I liked the NFL nostalgia ad where right where all they had all these TV shows and stuff where people were into the Super Bowl or into football. You know, it's like like Sunday's part of our. Super, and football is part of our uh, American culture. Yes. And they wanted to show that in terms of like Happy Days and S- Seinfeld and just all sorts of TV shows. I liked that. You're right. That was a good one. It, it made me feel like, oh, yeah, this is the right thing I should be watching right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like every other American, right? That's right. <laughs> and, and then the other one I really liked was the Snicker commercial. With, with Richard Lewis. Yes, with Richard Lewis. And Roseanne, right? And, yeah. then, and then Roseanne gets hit square with a lock. <laughs> Kabam! <laughs> yes, that was pretty clever. And now my Not as good as Betty White's last year, but but good. Still funny. It, it was. And and I think yeah. if, if they hadn't hit her, it wouldn't have been as funny. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> And the Budweiser commercials are usually consistently good. And the one where there was the Western Saloon and then they all end up singing um, Elton John's Tiny Dancer. That was kind of fun. And the one where they redo the kitchen by just adding the bucket of Bud Light. That was kind of fun. So, yeah, there were some good ones. And then some that just totally missed for me. The Go Daddy series I didn't think was great. Yeah. But I didn't find that the commercials were as memorable and as exciting as they were in the past. They just seemed to me like they were commercials. Yeah, I'm trying to remember from years past. I don't know. That, that's why I really like that Darth Vader one with the little kid. I, I think that one will be a, a more memorable one. And I guess the problem with it was that it went viral for the Super Bowl, so people, so many people had already seen it. Yes, I had seen it myself. It, it yeah, has, me too. I, yeah. It, I had liked it before, so I knew I was going to like it. Maybe that helps. I don't know. Yeah, well, there was definitely no nothing really hyped other than that one commercial that I can right. think of. Yeah, I don't think anybody else really leaked any other commercials, did they? No. And as a marketing ploy, it'd be good to leak it because you're paying, you know, a gajillion dollars to have it aired on that show. Well, you might want to get it out there a little bit sooner to get more people to see it. Well, you know, people have like this idea. It's the world premiere of the greatest commercials ever. and They're did- not. It didn't feel that way this time. Just... I'm done with that E-Trade baby. He needs to grow up and go to preschool. That's a beaten horse. Oh. They need to stop with that. I saw, and I'm trying to think what I watched it on. I saw a um, a rated R version from E-Trade. You know, like like what you what we can't show on TV <laughs> version of the E-Trade baby commercials. Was he cussing or doing something inappropriate? Oh yes, he was definitely doing inappropriate things. Like That's slap, funny. he brought his friend over and was slapping him around, and and hooking up with his girlfriend and all sorts. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, see now if they did that on the Super Bowl, I might still be a fan, but I'm I'm sort of over the E Trade baby. Yeah, it, yeah. 
So I understand, <laughs> but there definitely is so there's there's that hidden content available. <laughs> right. Okay, I'll have to look at that. That would be funny. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I wasn't. You know, like you said, that it was kind of a eh year for the commercials. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, well, I think that kind of beats the Super Bowl to death, and <laughs> and, and we've we now the pain. And let's move on to the next manufactured holiday. Yes, indeed, we are talking about VD Day. What? I, okay, Valentine's Day, and and you know what? I I actually can't uh, can't beat it up too badly. This is why we need Uncle Chris, right? We know he can. Right, he could definitely <laughs> hate it. He doesn't like it. So. Well, well oh, go ahead. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? What are you going to do? I'm going to Animal Kingdom for Valentine's Day. Fun. Okay. So that sounds go, like fun. Going to Disney. Going to have a beautiful meal. We're, we're thinking maybe do it Sunday. Okay. Stay out late. Have a nice meal. Do that stuff. And then Monday, you know, hang around, hang out like, you know, walruses and just sleep it off. <laughs> oh, so you don't have to work Monday? No, I took off Monday. So I, it's like recovery from Valentine's Day. How nice is that? That's very nice. At least Good that's, for you. That's the plan anyways. Okay. Well, so, that's, that's exciting. So are you going to stay over there or are you going to come home? Come home. But we'll just stay out late. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So Ooh, Animal Kingdom was my favorite, one of my favorite parks there. So that'll be. Oh, have you one. been? I have been a couple oh. years ago. We got to go to Disney World. Oh, cool! And uh, yeah, we really liked the animal one. So the only problem is, is that they close early. Well, the animals need their rest. They they do. <laughs> they do. But they got some more rides there. Although I have to tell you that I, I'm you know, talking Disney versus Land versus World. Yes. I I want I want that Indiana Jones ride. Oh, you guys don't have one of those. No, that is. Oh. Do you know that? I, I, in my opinion, that is probably the best ride at Disneyland. It's a great. Yes, I think you're right. Actually, although Expedition Everest is a good coaster, and that I think makes that whole park, the Animal Kingdom park, well, yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah. So, um, but although I, I, you know, I, I kind of look at Everest as a, as a kind of a an attempt to be the Matterhorn out here yeah i guess you could well because that that mountain definitely stands out on the horizon there yeah you're probably right about that although it's a little more volatile which oh that ride yeah i mean i just think it's much more intense than the matterhorn but for the for when the matterhorn was created it was a super intense ride really you think so yes I, hmm. well that's an interesting thought because i i don't know i i think that the uh the, the matterhorn's a a smoking ride. Did, now, do they still have the uh, peep, the Sky Tram that goes through the Matterhorn at Disneyland? They don't. They got rid of the Sky Buckets a long time ago. Somebody fell out and they had to sue. So, oh, yeah, they don't okay. have this anymore. So that's done from both parks now. I don't know if you... Correct. So both... That kind of sucks because that was... I kinda... know. The only park I know that has Sky Buckets anymore is SeaWorld. Oh, SeaWorld does? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Why don't they just make them safer? You know, glass them in. Why aren't people just not stupid? Why? Why do? Why do we all have to pay the price for one nut job who falls out of a sky bucket? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's because they were spitting on the people in the Matterhorn. Oh well, I'm sure there was vandalism and stuff going on too. You, you, you know, probably, yeah. No, come I'm on, sure. I, I remember grad night, and there were these 
these people and they're just spitting on people from the that as they went through. See, I'm doing this derelict thing, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, all right. So you <laughs> so you're gonna do the day at the Disneyland. That sounds nice. And you took the day off. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Now, are you going to be buying any jewelry or anything? Or, or if you don't want to give it away, if somebody might hear it. Well, no, I already did. She already got them. We went to Cole. She picked out what she liked. And she wow. Free Valentine's Day. That's nice. Yeah. So then, and what'd she get? Earrings? Necklace? Yeah, earrings. Oh, sweet. You, you know how Cole's is. It says it's 200 or $300. And it turns out it's a $30 pair of earrings. <laughs> right. It's a good place to buy jewelry. You know, it says, yeah. it says it's real diamonds. <laughs> it's diamondoids, but whatever. It's all good. <laughs> uh, I don't Sounds know. Nice. I, I think the deal, though, really is, is that she already has so much jewelry. So then it's just to kind of, you, you get, get it to change things up. Right. You know. Yeah. And now do you buy cards? Do you write notes? What, oh, yeah. Like- yeah, they'll be, okay. they'll be cards. As soon as I can get it, a card. Get it, okay. <laughs> I don't have well, any. they've only been selling them since the day after Christmas, so I don't know if there's any left. There might, yeah, there might not be. <laughs> Although I can watercolor myself one. You should. <laughs> I, See, I think a handmade one would be nice. That would be good. Maybe. <laughs> Is chocolate involved? Or no, 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 no. What? No, no chocolate. Wow. That's we're, we're on diets. <laughs> oh, I know. I can't be on a diet when it comes to it, though. Come on. <laughs> One piece won't hurt. Oh, well, when we go out to eat, we'll have a dessert. Yeah. And that yeah. dessert will have chocolate. I was going to say, and I still want the box of chocolate. Yeah. You know, my dad used to buy us chocolate for Valentine's Day. I remember right. we'd wake up on Valentine's Day and every, well, we'd get, like, you know, that little six, nine-piece little exactly. box of chocolate. Yep. So what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Well, we are going to celebrate mostly on Saturday mm-hmm. because actually Valentine's Day should be the second Saturday of February. I think we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think most holidays should fall on the Saturday that they're closest to, but that's just me. And we're going to have a few folks over and do a little dinner thing here and, and hang out. So um should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know why. I think I mentioned this to you the other day that valentine's is i'm like the charlie brown and valentine's is my football and every once in a while i rush up to it thinking it's going to be really fantastic and then it's not always the best but um this year i'm anticipating it's going to be a good year so so, so lucy ain't showing up to this valentine's day right exactly that you know jp's off from work we're going to have people over it should be a lot of fun so yeah i think that's good maybe you have to be the peppermint patty of valentine's day <laughs> Okay, Chuck, this is what we're doing. You just take charge. Here's what we're doing. And and I only say that we've had bad Valentines. It's not bad Valentines, but we've we've been involved in our office. And for the last four or five years, uh, one of the bigger outdoor races, uh, off-road races, is the weekend of Valentine's Day, generally. So we've spent the last few Valentines out in the middle of the Nevada desert, which is fine, but not super Valentine'sy. So this year we get to be Valentine'sy. So I'm I'm eating it up this year. Should be fun. Very very cool. Yes, and I've got my cards and I've got my chocolate that I'm ready to to give. So, so how do the kids go through this whole Valentine's Day experience? Mm. Well, my children are um, for our particular Valentine's experience. We'll be out of the house and uh, <laughs> with their grandparents, which will be fun. 
And now, nowadays, you know, at school, they have to address a Valentine for everybody. So my younger boy will be taking school on my junior higher they don't do that in junior high so he's sort of out of that loop so now tell me do the boys get them for all the boys and the girls and the girls get them for all the girls and the boys and it's just yeah you're supposed to the teacher sent home a list with everybody's name please fill out a valentine for every kid in the class because they don't want anyone feeling left out obviously so yeah (laughs) that's a nice endeavor i remember that when i was a kid and making your little shoe box that you put stuff in and I, i liked that well, you know, I, I think I think though that there's a lot of pressure when you're in elementary school on that Valentine, because the adults seem to think that boys and girls don't like each other, that they're just boys and girls, and there ain't nothing going on possibly in their little tiny minds. Right. You are so wrong, all you adults out there. <laughs> right, because you can remember being a kid and getting a Valentine from someone that you liked, or oh, and then reading it oh they like me or oh they don't like me or whatever. Did, did, or, yeah. did Ginger Sue get you a Valentine? Yes. <laughs> or whatever her name is. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm I'm spoiled and very lucky. I've never had to spend a you know a ton of Valentine's days unhappily. I've always been you know, married and dating and happy and all of that. So I don't have the angst about Valentine's Day that some people have, but some people really hate it. And and I can't even understand that because it hasn't happened. So. Well, there's this song from Jill Sobule called, yes. called Lonely Valentine. Oh, <laughs> so, and every, you know, I was, I follow her on Twitter and everywhere else. And it, it's so funny because all of her, not all of them, but a lot of her songs tend to be about you know, love gone astray. You know, oh, bummer. You, you know, broken, unrequited or whatever. You know, broken hearts and all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. very, very funny that, you know, I can see it from the lady perspective because that's who her perspective is about, you know, those kind of loves. Right. And I get it. I, I understand if you're if you're jaded in that way or if your heart was broken or you're jilted on Valentine's, yes, you may not have the best recollection of it. And so it might temper you. But here's what I thought is that people who complain that it's a manufactured holiday and it's sort of forced down our throats by these marketing campaigns to buy flowers or jewelry or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I understand nobody likes to be told what to do, but it's one day to share your kind thoughts or loving thoughts with your, with your spouse or mate or whomever. And if we were really good at that, or if I were really good at that, the other 364 days, maybe I wouldn't want to partake in Valentine's day, but I'm not always good at that every day. So Valentine's day is a nice chance to come up for the days that you're not so loving. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm going to go with anyway. (laughs) You, you get one one day of romance a year. And this is right, it. exactly. This is it. This is, I'm, I'm going to peak right here. It's, like, all, it's all downhill the rest of the year. It's all downhill from – yeah, exactly. It's only February. I mean, so I think that it's a fun endeavor for people that want to make it fun. And if you want to opt out because you're single or your heart's been recently broken or you don't like the person that you're currently with, opt out. But for the rest of us, don't complain about it because we like it. So I was listening once again to the Wall Street Journal because I listened yeah. to the their show and they were talking about Valentine's Days or Val, uh, 
you know, Valentine's at work. Uh huh. <laughs> no go. <laughs> you can't have Valentine's at work they, because they, it they, ties they, too much harassment. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's what they said. They they said it doesn't matter how good of friends you are with anybody. Knock that crap off. <laughs> <laughs> now, that doesn't seem completely fair, but I get it. a Valentine to everybody, then but, you probably can't single out people at work. Well, you know, it's funny because they said, well, you know, if you go to the store, you are not going to find any cards that say, for my coworkers at Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, they're right. I don't think you do find those. You find them for everything else, though. But, so Wall Street Journal had a big thing this morning. On that, so that was very funny. Oh, so check that out. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't think I've ever really done much with coworkers for Valentine's Day, so I think no. I'm safe on that one. Yeah, no Valentine's Day parties. Don't don't buy the lingerie or cologne. Oh gosh, can you imagine getting <laughs> lingerie for someone you work with? Maybe as a gag gift, but yeah, right, oh well. <laughs> right. They uh, so yeah. yeah, that would be inappropriate, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then next week we'll have to have a recap on how Valentine's Day went. Yes, I will uh, talk about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to be fabulous. Yeah, I hope it goes. I hope we have a great Valentine's Day. So Good. That's... You will. You'll make it good. I yeah. plan on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so our uh, we have one couple little topics to clean up. The AOL Huffington Post merger. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you... You know, that's an interesting thing because the, the AOL has been losing ground in everything that it's been doing. And both, basically, it has its foothold in dial-up. That's where it makes most of its money still today. And so they've really tried to get into a lot of online um, online advertising to try to... Because as they lose subscribers every day... They need another revenue source. And the Huffington Post uh, is supposed to be the centerpiece that's going to focus in on all of their media outlets. Because they own a whole lot of – AOL owns a whole lot of technical publications that are online. Yes. And I don't know if – do you know this? AOL, like, owns MapQuest and things like that, which I didn't realize. Oh, I didn't know that, actually. Okay, interesting. So uh, Ariana Huffington is going to be the key media person to – fix their online web presence thing that's the plan and she's editor-in-chief of the of the whole news in as she is already with her huffington post so i i assume the content probably won't change very much because if she does keep her independent spirit Mm -hmm. um i I can't imagine that they're going to squelch that too much there no no so in that regard i don't view it as the big corporate media takeover that that I view the Murdoch taking over the Wall Street Journal, you know. So because I like her stuff more, I, I don't know. What do you think? Well, What's your take? Well, you know, the the right thinks that because she's left leaning, that this is going to make everything that AOL owns a big left leaning empire. But I don't see that either as well because tech is tech, and they you know there's a whole bunch of tech type stuff under that AOL umbrella. And I, yeah, that's not going to have any influence over. No, I think that those yeah. people will just be able to share a broader range of ad media revenue and then maybe consolidate some things that have redundancy across the board. So 
Yeah, what, I it? hope it's a good thing. I guess we'll find out if, if the content changes. I just don't think it's going to. I think they have sort of an independent spirit and they report on everything. And and I don't think they're going to change that. So I guess the real question is, or the big thing you can say is America Online ain't dead yet. Not yet. Gosh, those people are hanging on with their with their fingernails. But, yeah. you know, they, there was something that that was written about it. Actually, Ariana Huffington wrote about it and how AOL still has amazing brand awareness. Everybody knows what those three letters mean. Everybody remembers their You've Got Mail AOL account. So they have that history as being cutting edge at one time in the Internet age. So maybe maybe they can get back to that a little bit. Yeah, that would be really, really good if that happens, which I hope. And and that people always deem them as being trustworthy. And that's uh, that's going to be interesting because that will definitely play into how people view whatever their news outlet's going to be. Mm-hmm. And they're still not affiliated at all with, with Time Warner, are they? No. Okay, they, so they all that's been that. done, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe so. All right. Well, I think we've really covered all of the things that we plan on covering. We covered Egypt, Super Bowl, Valentine's Yay. Day, Woo-hoo. and a little bit about this AOL Huffington Post merger and a couple little tidbits in there in between here and there. Of course, there's always a little diversions off the topic path. Absolutely. All right. Makes the show fun. All right. Well, we will be getting this out here as quick as we can. So... All right, for TJ Talks, I'm Judd. And I'm Teresa. Great, and we'll be chatting with you later. Talk to you later. Thank you.